All right, people, you are now tuned in to Peeps Creek, the Double Entendre podcast. This is your host, Sean, and today I'm joining the table with... David, a.k.a. Peter. Hey, Sean, Yo. have you ever thought about naming me a, a host, too? You know, because I'm always in the show. Yeah, no. So, oh, okay. <clears throat> we... <laughs> this is Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday. Um, I am not watching the game. I'm protesting, so... Why? I don't really care who wins or who does not. Um, so, anyhow, on this particular show, you know we always tell you to get you something to drink so if you want to get you some coffee get you some tea get you some water get you some orange juice get you some apple juice or if you're over the age of 21 like i am you can partake in an adult beverage and my beverage to beverage today is rum and pineapple say it with me rum and Pineapple. Rum and pineapple. We were supposed to be joined with a friend today. However, I had a 103 degree temperature earlier, but you only can keep a boss out for so long. So I decided to come out, take my Theraflu, and get ready to record this episode. So sit back, join in the conversation, and we are going in the episode. Let's do it. Right, so now we are in the episode. This is episode five of Peeps Creek, the Double Entendre podcast. First and foremost, I want to thank all those individuals who actually take the time to listen to the podcast. I've received feedback from friends um, in regards to the podcast, so I appreciate that. Those um, ideas that I think I'm going to implement, I will do so. Those I don't, I will not. But at the end of the day, (laughs) I want to thank you all for taking the time to listen to the podcast. All right. So let's check in. David, how has your week been? Uh, For, you know, I've been sick, actually. This has been the longest I've been sick since I have memory, I believe. It's been eight days now. You sure you ain't dying, bro? I don't think so. (laughs) I mean, if 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 God is calling me, I hope you got a life insurance policy. <laughs> um, you know what? I don't think I do. Well, you better get one before it's too late. Oh shit! Um, all right. Well, I hope you are feeling better or Thank trying you. to get there. Um, and for me, my week is okay. You, but you want to know what irritates me the most? Tell me. So I take the metro to work. That is, you know, this little raggedy train in DC. You you do have a car. Yeah, I do, but I'm not driving DC streets raggedy. <laughs> anyway, I get in the metro, and you know what really burns my buttons what? are individuals who refuse to walk to the right. Look, it would make life much easier if you stayed to the right. When I was in undergrad, not undergrad, when I was in elementary school, kindergarten. Our teachers would walk us down the hall. They would always say, walk to the right. 
that because the other side is also walking on the right. And so we don't have to crowd each other and bump each other. Right. It is very frustrating. Basically, and it's common sense. It is. And like when you're getting on like the escalator, like if you don't want to walk, stay to the right of the escalator. Don't stand in the middle. Don't be holding <laughs> hands with your girlfriend and boyfriend and your husband and wife and all that. Move your ass to the right of the escalator so that I can get through on the left so I can walk up the god dang on escalator. <laughs> anyway, that really bothers me. So, eh, eh, well, I, I feel you. I feel you. So, we are going to talk about some things in the news. We last last episode we talked about the government shutdown right and that government shutdown has been averted for at least three weeks um until february the 15th we will see what will happen um but according to the news um the guy in the white house is basically saying it's a non-starter if we ain't talking about this wall um so i don't know if we're going to go into another government shutdown on the 15th my hope is that we will not um, but he is going to give his State of the Union address on February the 5th. Are you going to watch it? Am I? Am I? But you know, I mean, it is It is actually sad because, you know, I work in financials and I have met people that is being really, really affected, affected by uh, this shutdown. And they tell me, you know, I have to scrub from my savings to you know pay my bills pay my mortgage and i'm like damn i i don't i don't know what they're going through to be honest because i'm not in those shoes right now yes but, and um nancy pelosi who's that the speaker of the house oh yeah trump said <laughs> <laughs> trump said that he was going to come on over on january 29th and give his speech and she said not in my damn house okay. you are not giving a speech up in here bruh okay. until this government is open so that has been changed to february the 5th i am not going to watch it because um it's just going to be lies anyway so i you, am you're not a follower no, I am going to watch the response from Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams is um, African American um, candidate for governor in what state? Ooh, Georgia. Okay. Um, and she did not win, um, but she did. She ran a formidable campaign. Um, and I've been watching some of the things that she's been saying and doing on Twitter, and she seems to have her head on straight and know how to present the position from the Democrats. Um, and so I am going to watch that because I think it's going to be a historic moment for her. Um, and it's Black History Month, so why w- will I not root for her? Can we? Can we actually? Actually, I saw something on Instagram. What? Not too long ago about what you just said about Black History Month. Uh-huh. And I saw this hoodie that said Black History Month, but month is a scratch out, and they put Black History Year. That's right. We should do that. We should, because it should not only be 28 days. Of exactly. Um, but yes, yeah, so I think for the, the remainder of the episodes, um, we are going to try to find a little known black history fact. I remember growing up in Detroit, Tom Joyner actually would do that on his show. It would always be um, the little known black history um, fact brought by McDonald's 365 days a year uh, and I learned a lot from that 
Uh, and so I'm going to try to do that in this podcast, actually, every time. Uh, that, that's a great idea. Yeah, to, actually, to it is. Something. And I, I, might, I might probably bring something, you know, some history about the Latin community as well in USA and, and how it's been evolving through the years. And, and, you know, that could be a little education that we can bring to the listeners. and uh, Perspective. Yeah, perspective. Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you. About, you know, um, the Latin community. All right, that'll be good. I look forward to that. Um, assuming that I approve it on this podcast. Like, no, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, your jokes are just bad. All right, so we are going to go to the next topic. Next topic is your Virginia governor. Now, da, 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 da. now on the first episode, Peter, we talked about politics. You remember that, right? Yeah. Okay. And this, we talked about you being a virgin <laughs> voter at that particular time because it was the first time that you were able to vote in boat, the United boat, States. Boat. Is that right? Oh, my God. Yes, man. All right. And so that meant mean that you participated in the vote for the Virginia governor race. Wait, you're making it sound like it's my fault now. No, 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 okay. no. I'm just want, I'm just putting context out there for the listeners. All right. Um, so you voted. Uh, you don't have to tell us who you voted for because it's your right to vote for whomever you want. I don't remember. But actually. you surely did participate in the Virginia um, governor race. Mm-hmm. Now, did you see the news article um, in regards to um, the Virginia Governor Northam. Yes, I actually had. And I do have my opinions about it, though. Do you? I do. Okay. So before you do that, let's listen to a video on it. Uh, and then we'll come back and we'll talk to you. All right. hour with a yearbook photo, an offensive racist yearbook photo, and new word just moments ago from the politician who's in it, and we should say this is not a photo from the pre-civil rights South, not from high school either. It's a medical school yearbook photo from 1984, and one of the men in it, either the Klansman or the guy in blackface, is right now the Democratic governor of Virginia, Ralph Northam. He admits he is one of the two. He oddly did not say which one he is, and the wave of condemnation has been building by the hour. A few minutes ago, Governor Northam posted this video on Twitter. My fellow Virginians, earlier today, I released a statement apologizing for behavior in my past that falls far short of the standard you set for me when you elected me to be your governor. I believe you deserve to hear directly from me. That photo and the racist and offensive attitudes it represents does not reflect that person I am today or the way that I have conducted myself as a soldier, a doctor, and a public servant. I am deeply sorry. I cannot change the decisions I made, nor can I undo the harm my behavior caused then and today. But I accept responsibility for my past actions, and I am ready to do the hard work of regaining your trust. I have spent the past year as your governor fighting for a Virginia that works better for all people. I am committed to continuing that fight through the remainder of my term and living up to the expectations you set for me when you elected me to serve. Thank you. All right. So Mm. that was, I'm assuming it was an apology (laughs) um, in regards to the picture 
um, blackface KKK um, costume. Now, what we don't know is which one he is allegedly, um, which one he is in the picture. He could be the person in the KKK, he could be the person in the blackface, or like he recently just said, it wasn't him at all. Um, so even though he gave this apology where he right. says that he, um, that that doesn't represent the man that he is today. Right. Um, he's now saying, wait, I looked at this again and that wasn't even me. So you said that you have an opinion on it. What's your opinion? Should he resign? Well, first of all, do you have an opinion on whether or not he should resign or not? Um, <clears throat> I... You know, I don't want to offend anybody, but I do feel that he shouldn't, you know, um, like he said, that was uh, when uh, 1984 yearbook, Uh, you know, you know, back in the day, the history, you know, how influence people were influencing other people about doing, you know, racist stuff and I do believe actually on, on his apology. I think he's been sincere and I think he meant that apology that he um, um, showed on that uh, on the you know the video that you just uh, put on air. But, but what about the fact that he's now saying that it isn't even me? So how do you wait? He said he's not even he's not even him in the picture now. Well, that apology he's apologizing for the picture, but recently he's now saying that that was not me. So I just don't. Uh, does that change your perspective on whether or not you feel that his apology was sincere? I haven't actually seen that part, mm. to be honest. So I will stay with my opinion, bef- like knowing you know what you just said. I do believe that if if he is actually one of the guys in the picture from the yearbook in 1984, I I I believe that that you know back in the day people were influencing a lot of stuff, a lot of people, in in a way of you know he's a he's a person, you know back in the day even white people that were trying to defend black people were getting beat up, and you know were trying to you know do all that. So I feel that. It was a way of, you know, him being cool with his friends, blah, 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 blah. If he's one on the pic- one in the pictures, uh, that's my way of seeing it. I mean, I do believe in his apology, though. Okay, well... Um, you don't have to agree. Oh, I don't agree. <laughs> okay, I mean, that's... I do, not, I do not agree with that because 1984 is not the same as in 1930s. 1984 is not the same as 1960s during the civil rights. 1984 is not the same as the early 1900s when they were doing blackface. So the problem that I have with this is that individuals think that this Point is just, taken. this is just a this is just a joke, and it's not a joke because what it does is it disparages a group of individuals. And people think that there is no shame in disparaging people and think it's a joke. It's not a joke because back in the day when this was the white, the blackface minstrel series, what they would do is have white individuals paint their faces as black with Just these to make large, fun of you guys. big pink lips to make us caricatures, to make us seem idiotic, to make us seem like we were vultures, to make us seem like we were savages. So it's not appropriate. And for him now, first of all, it's a shitty apology. Do you, do you because, think so? 
Yeah, because what changed between 1984 when you decided to put that in a yearbook that is going to follow you? What changed in your character then and now? So he had a dip, I mean, a change of heart. No, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, you yeah, can't have you, a change you, of heart if you're not. Here's the thing: if you're gonna take ownership of something, take ownership of it. But what you don't get to do is give a half-ass apology and then come down two days later and say, "Wait a minute, that wasn't me." Like, figure it out. Either it was you in there or it wasn't. Like, I like I said, I don't know about that uh, interview saying that he that he's not one of the guys in the picture. Now, when I saw the video of him apologizing and taking ownership of how things seem so, I mean, to be offensive and racist, I mean, I do believe he he is sorry. Yeah. I mean, you you're entitled to your opinion. I I, I mean, I totally that. am. You are. But yeah. Yeah, I wrote a song about it. You want to hear it? Here you go. Are you ready? All right. Let me Let's see if I can it. do this. Let me see if I can do this. All right. Yeah. Okay. Y'all ready? I'm uh-huh. ready. Bum, bum. I know you saw me in the yearbook. It wasn't, wasn't me. me. I know you saw me in blackface. It, it wasn't, wasn't me. me. I know you saw the KKK. It, it wasn't, wasn't me. me. Now I'm here to stay, stay. It, it wasn't, wasn't me. me. You asking me to resign now? It, it wasn't, wasn't me. me. But why can't you understand how? It, it wasn't, wasn't me. me. My apologies enough now. It wasn't me. I mean, it was in '84. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> it wasn't. Me. And I was stay the governor. You it voted wasn't for me. me. <laughs> <laughs> You're so shady. <laughs> Anyway, I wrote a song about it. Like here, here you go. Oh my god, I cannot. All right. So anyhow, we have a different opinion of that. I, I mean, personally, at the end of the day, um, if he feels like he can uh, execute the duties of governor and full face and understand and reach out and 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 see the the individuals who he has um, offended, and if he thinks he can do that more power to him at the end of the day the brother needs to resign he needs to realize that if we would have known this prior to him actually um running he would not have been voted in yeah um and so you know the thing is is that we take for granted the votes of minority communities a lot that is true um and so you can't just give us a half-ass apology and expect that okay i'm just gonna turn my cheek like no we're not gonna do that okay so let me let, let me let me take something back so if if it's actually if he actually was one of the guys in the picture from the yearbook and I, I like i still i still with i still on with my with my belief that i believe his apology and that and that on the video if he if this is the way of him trying to you know gain the trust from you know the people that he offended it i think i do believe now that he should resign this is the way that he can prove that you know i am sorry for what i did and i can pay for the consequences that's right okay let me let me just put it like that thank you i appreciate it you know take care of your responsibility people yeah resign governor northam but I don't think this should be a burden for him, though. I don't think he should be carrying this around forever. He, uh, like I said, I believe in his apology. He sounds sincere and truthful. So, you know, but consequences are consequences. All right. So we are going to move to another topic. There was an article. Um, a, 
a fairly lengthy article where um, B. Smith, uh, for those of you who don't know who she is, she was a restaurant mogul. She also um, dabbled in fashion. Um, she was a big, big, big person. Right. She, she and her husband, I will say this, she and her husband have created a fortune for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and the article basically spoke about the fact that she is now um, experiencing Alzheimer's. Um, and in the process of that, her husband, who still takes care of her, um, is also now dating someone new. And not only is he dating someone new, this person actually has a room in the house that he and B. Smith moved, lived in. Um, and she, I guess I'm just going to say from the videos that I saw, and at least by what I read, she seems to be active with B. Um, and engaging with her or what have you. So before we start talking about the specifics, because we don't know anything about their specific life. Um, I don't know them personally, but I do think that the article brings an overarching um, issue or topic that can be discussed. And that is dealing with someone who, who has early dementia or Alzheimer's. Is it best to continue to try to take care of that person and love that person? Or can you still do that and move out and have your own relationship? So you read the article, right? Can I you? did actually. All right. right. Do you have an opinion on it? Uh, yes, I do. All right. So let's let let's start that. Tell me what your opinion is. So I don't actually think that whatever the husband is doing is wrong. Let me put it like that. You know, they've been married over 26 years. I mean, they've been married for 26 years, and but they've been knowing for class 27, 28. And whenever she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's in 2013, like I was reading, uh, he says something about it. Like he said, I love my wife, in quotes, I love my wife, but I can't let her take my life away. You know what I'm saying? So, I heard that people with Alzheimer's sometimes have these little flashes of getting anger or getting, I mean, um, aggravated and, you know, you don't know what to expect with people with Alzheimer's. So, he's not leaving her on the street, to be honest, you know, he's still taking care of her because there is love, there is actually love. I think the guy is just looking for the extra thing that any human would do. I mean, she is not herself anymore. And I don't think it's, a, it's affecting her in a way to um, bring her head down as emotionally or breaking her. Because she doesn't even know sometimes, I believe, where she at or who, is, who she is now or, he, or who he is. So I don't think it's a, um, it's a thing that is affecting her. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that opinion. Um, I would say for me, I guess I'm a little torn um, because I, I don't I don't portray to know their relationship. Right. I don't pretend that I understood what their vows meant to each other. I don't pretend that. I don't know what conversations he and she has 
had in the past about if anything were to happen to either one of them, whether or not they want that person, their significant other to continue to find love. I mean, right. I've been, I've heard situations where when folks are dying, like with terminal cancer, like they, they, they don't want you to feel like you have to give your entire life up for them. I get that. My problem with this guy is he's an asshole. Hey. I mean, you said you, 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 you don't know their life. So I how don't. Do you, because so he's, why an you asshole, that he's an asshole. And the way that he talks about it on the videos, he just comes off as an uncaring asshole. I saw, I saw the video, and I don't actually think that. I think he's a, I think he's no. a, a prick. Now, what I don't know is what I would do in that situation. Like, I've, I saw my, my grandma deal with my grandfather who had early stages he died of dementia early stages of that um and i saw where he would not remember who we who we were or what was going on so i know the toll emotionally physically that that takes on the individual right but i also didn't see my grandma leave him to go find someone else um and you know, all you need, you need to you need to actually remember that not everyone is the same. Not that, everyone thinks the that, same. That is true. I had a I had a long text message conversation. I mean, I wouldn't say it was an argument. It was an intellectual conversation with my friend Kenny. You know Kenny. Right. We talked about this whole situation and about Miss Smith, Mr. Yeah. Smith. Yeah. And so it was. It's all about um, not subscribing to the typical perspective of what a vow means from a religious perspective, right? Right. right. Because we don't know what that means. But the video I saw, he said, the vows to death do us part doesn't mean that I need to give up who I am or something in that nature. And so I I, I don't know. I'm just a little torn in the whole situation. I don't know if I would have the person in the house with me. I just, I feel like that's a level of disrespect so you you are okay by him starting his life or not giving up his life because of what the wife has but you not okay by him having the other woman in the same house no i i I, yeah i think that's it i i i I just think it's weird like that's like i mean that's like sister wives like (laughs) these shows on tlc (laughs) like when everybody's sleeping around under the same roof i cannot now i again i don't pretend to know their life okay i don't pretend to know that but the way it comes off he placed it on social media for a purpose he placed it on there i guess to get let people know what he was going through and when you do that people are going to have their perspective on it And, and he was getting upset that people um, felt that he wasn't upholding his responsibility as a husband or what have you. But he was. He is. I. But what I'm seeing, he has, like I said, he is not putting her on the street. He's actually taking her care of her. Like, you know, like you said, the, those vows, you know, like unto death part. I mean, put us apart or whatever you, um, you say that. Um, I think that he's still loyal or contributing with those vows by taking care of her because no matter what if he's with another woman i do believe that he has so much love for her but like like he said i love my wife but i can't let her take away my life okay 
You know what so, I'm but why can't you just get her the professional help she might need to but, have someone else? But how do you know he's not? Because he's taking care of her. But what we see what he put on the video. You, we don't know what's going on. Like you said, we don't know the life. You don't know if she is actually getting help, professional help. I don't know. I only can go by what he is providing us. Well, he probably provided whatever he wants to provide. But I do believe that with the, all the money that they they have, I do believe she has her personal professional help. All right. So let's just take a moment and listen to what he actually had to say. Mm-hmm. Sit, sit down. Uh, where do you want to be? Right, no, sit, no, sit, down sit, here. sit down right sit here. Sit down here. Okay. Perfect. Hi. When you had everything in, in the form of a person, the perfect person for you, and you watch them slowly dissolve, and you go down with them, and took me into depths of despair and depression that no one will ever really understand. Mm-hmm. You all right? Mm-hmm. Yes. If, if you're there, but I told to my mother, I told mom. What would your mom say? Mm-hmm. I saw the change in my dad when it came to him not being able to change. Like he was just getting, and it was it was affecting him. Her not listening to him. Where were you, Dad? I had committed to like I'm going to stay here until she's better, not knowing that there is no better. It was going to be just decline, and I just couldn't leave my dad. B, B, no B. Where's the B? You want the collar? No, no collar. No, no. Very nice. I remember he was like, I want to talk to you about something. I was like, oh, what, you're dating? He was like, how'd you know? And I was like, I've been 16, I've been 18, I've hid stuff from parents. You know, I've, I've, I've been married for 26 years. I've been with B 27 and a half years. Alex and I are now going on a year and a half being together. I believe in the sanctity of marriage, but I don't believe death do you part means that because you made a commitment, if the person is not there, that you should sit there and watch your life shrivel up. And that's why I am where I am today, taking care of me and having someone else in my in my life. That's right with it. Right, that's what I'm saying. You know, right. he's not letting her uh, hanging by herself. He knows that he had made a commitment to her and he's fulfilling that commitment. But he's, at the end of the day, he's still a human being and he still had those needs and he's still a man. And why would he give up his life when he can do both? Well, there you go, people. You heard David speaking directly from the source. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, I guess I can. I, I guess I can understand that perspective. Still, kind of shaky and iffy for me. But I don't. I do not agree with the new lady being in the same house, though. That um, let me let well, it She got a room, bro. Okay. Hopefully, be, hopefully she be not the main room. She be up in there in the kitchen, yeah. <laughs> cooking and doing everything. You no, know, I don't. I don't. I don't. Um, you know, do whatever you want, my friend. You know, if you want to make be happy, hey, go ahead. But I, the only thing I do not agree about this whole situation is he he hasn't, I mean, having around the lady, the new lady around the, the Miss B. And why though? Why does that matter? Because, you know, the, I, I mean, 
it's not that matters, but it's just at least that respect that is being deserved. But she doesn't know what's going on. And that's exactly my, my point. That is your point. So why doesn't matter? Because that's she, what I'm you to know, get she's at. like engaging with her. She's laughing with her, but she doesn't know who she really is. That's the only thing, you know. So basically what I hear you say is you don't think if she didn't have Alzheimer's that this wouldn't be taking place. No, Ain't no woman going to be up in her damn house laughing up in her face in her kitchen and sleeping in her bed. Correct. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, uh, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's a touchy situation. I don't want to pretend like I know what it feels like personally. I don't. Um, and so I wish him the best. I wish her the best. Um, and it is a scary situation because there's no recovery. Um and seeing someone slip away and deteriorate. Um, yeah, it's, it's not a good feeling. I saw that with my, my grandfather. Um, and it, it's a hurting feeling because you feel like you want to be able to reach out, shake that person, be like, look, you were just okay a week ago. What's going on? Um, and you can't do that. So. Right. I don't, I don't know. Actually, I never been through that. Um, but, you know, I don't think it's a good feeling at all. All right, so we are going to move from that topic, and we are going to talk about fire. Uh, I've been waiting for this. Okay, I've been, oh, my God. We are going to, uh, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, fire. That fire is that festival. R-E, the fire festival. You know that that festival <laughs> that was supposed that to never happen. happened in some island in Bahamas that actually never happened. Like and never. Like, and when Jaru got on, for whatever reason, I guess they thought he was going to bring a whole lot of people. <laughs> um, but anyway, there were some documentaries on it. Um, one on Netflix and one on, on Hulu. Hulu. I watched both of them. David, did you watch both? I actually did, though. Now, let me ask you this. Which one did you like better? Hulu. And Why? I, don't know. I hated Hulu. I, why? I hated Hulu because. Uh, you know what I hate? I, I love gave, Hulu. It gave him too much opportunity to explain his sadistic, uh, selfish behavior. But he didn't explain anything, though. It doesn't matter. It gave him too many. Op- it gave him room and opportunity to do no, that. You know and what? hold up, let me finish. Okay, okay. This is the thing that I hate about this is that it get, it goes right back to the same thing. Like there are folks in the community in the criminal justice system who don't have that opportunity. They don't get to explain why they did this way. They didn't get to explain their background history that caused them to do X, Y, and Z. And so what makes this guy any better that he gets the opportunity to explain himself in a documentary about his, his bullshit. Well, because he's a little frog, rich, white guy. Maybe. maybe. Anyway, so why did you like Hulu? Because of that. Because you know, in in the Netflix um, the comment um, show, only the people that were behind him or next to him was getting the burn to be publicly humiliated you know and the netflix one on the netflix one on this one he actually they actually show him uh but they didn't show him in a bad light they didn't but he himself put himself in the bad light how by by denying or by or by not answering the questions 
that producer or whoever was asking the questions to him. Okay, so let's just talk about this. So I, I remember the whole like fire thing, but I wasn't excited to try to. Were you were trying to buy a ticket? No. First of all, <laughs> I don't know nothing about no Blink One Eighty Two. Um, they didn't have any names that I would want to go. Like, if I'm going to the Bahamas to a, to a music festival, I want some reggae artists. I want some Rihanna. Perry the Bell. I want Patty. Yes. I want people who, you I, would go. You would who go. I want to see. Not some Blink-182 and whoever else they claim to have. But here's the thing. Why would you purchase tickets, thousands of dollars, sight unseen, for something that is brand spanking new like this isn't Coachella Coachella has a history so this isn't like some kind of the Bahama Jazz Festival it has a history behind it so that means that they have proven themselves that they're capable of putting these things together like these people were spending thousands and thousands of dollars sight unseen to have this experience that these models or aka influencers were portraying right um, and it, I, I mean, I don't actually feel sorry about none of these people. I don't the feel sorry at, at all. all. Like, if you got that much money to blow on bullshit, mm-hmm. then, <laughs> then I don't want to hear it. Like, I'll see. And the I, thing is, like, you know, the thing is, like, I, I heard some, some people saying they were selling everything they own to go to this festival. Oh, wow. Not even those, that's, that's I like feel people sorry who, about those That's people. like people who... Um, don't pay their rent to go to a Beyonce concert. Basically, that's what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Basically, that's what they were doing. And I don't actually feel no drop of, of being sorry for these people at all. And to be honest, like this whole, how everything is started, it is just fake. You can't, you, you could have tell that this was just fake. Right. And like every time that that Ja Rule spoke about it, like when he brought him on stage, he would be like, OK, this is my business partner. And then Ja Rule wouldn't know what to say. He would just turn the mic back over. So mm-hmm. it's like, why are you pretending like you some kind of business partner or something? And now you know you don't want to take no responsibility because now you claim you've been bamboozled like everyone else, right? Everyone else, but the videos doesn't show that. The videos do not show that. The videos show you actively participating in almost all of these decisions. And one of those interviews that he do outside the Hulu and Netflix, exactly. saying that he was the one with he the was, idea. He was the creator. Exactly. Exactly. So, so why you... he's not getting the burn of? whatever these people are getting even though i don't give a fuck I'm, I, I don't actually i'm sorry i don't care what 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 uh if they're in jail or not because they actually deserved it but he needs to get the same equally uh punishment though you're talking about jaru it, it's actually embarrassing to watch to be honest it is embarrassing it is embarrassing like yeah. i don't even know that key to be honest what's his name again mcfarland i don't know i think who, I, the, the guy that uh, uh the, the the creator the one who went to jail for six years uh, Billy, Billy McFarlane. Yeah, yeah Billy mm-hmm. McFarlane. Um, yeah, that, I mean, that was just a disaster. And then at the end, instead of, I mean, the thing that really bothered me is that they knew that this was not going to 
going to happen like instead of trying to push it back and, and actually trying to do something to get it to actually occur mm-hmm. they were just taking private jets here and there stealing money and coming back and doing absolutely nothing with it i mean spending on spending on drinks or spending it on the yacht or spending it here and there and then you have these fema tents <laughs> And you try to call them a villa. <laughs> <laughs> All wet, by the way, because the night before the yeah, festival, it like, poured down, what man. What the hell is going on? But like, you know, the only people that I do feel sorry about, though, is these workers that were there night. I do feel sorry for day them. Day to night working. And didn't get paid. The and they didn't get paid. Even the lady, you know, the, the one that owns the restaurant. Right. She had to pull up money from her saving account to pay these people that were working for basically nothing. Now, I will say my understanding, though, is since the the documentaries have aired, that there was a GoFundMe to for pay her. for her. Yeah. And I wish there was a GoFundMe for the workers because yeah. these yeah. people were out there night and day slapping through soggy sand. <laughs> Picking up wet, nasty mattresses, you know, trying to do something with yeah. these FEMA tents. And you know, let, let, let me let me not be. Uh, I don't want to sound offensive or anything, but it kind of looks like because basically all the people that you see working doing this hard work were color people, or black yes, people, exactly. And by not getting paid, it looks like like fucking slavery again, man. By a white dude making these people work for no money, right? It looks it looks messed up. I mean, I, I'm, that's the only thing that I actually feel bad about. Yeah, the imagery is definitely depictive of, or it depicts a situation where a man of power who has money can manipulate um, mm-hmm. those individuals who In don't have the power. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just it's it's unfortunate um, that we that they allowed this to go. But apparently. Um, I think there was quite a few lawsuits filed against them. I don't think they got any money, though. I mean, from what? From money? They don't even have money to fucking lay on. Yeah. So um, there were some lawsuits. I think some of the influencers actually recently had to partake in some depositions in a case, meaning they had to give testimony or whatever um, in in the case. And so I I blame them as well because. You basically were trying to sell this dream that you knew was not a dream. You knew there that there were no villas when you were on these shots and, and pitching, put, but um, what, taking what, these what were they on the festival day? They were they, no, they were home well, because they knew what no, they had. Some of them actually remember the one who came on the plane and she was like, "This is like low, low economy." Oh, low. Then, then <laughs> she first, she went yeah. to the whole. She went to a mansion. Remember? Oh, true. She was one of them. Yeah. But basically, I mean, honestly, I didn't like her. She, I thought she was a little bitch. Wow. <clears throat> tell them how you really feel. Let me tell you. Because you like making fun of I mean, okay, girl, you 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 are what? Uh I don't know who I don't even know who she was actually. But um Yeah, she she was kind of annoying. But it was it I mean, I don't I don't feel bad about what's gonna happen to these people or what happened to them. And then the thing at the end, I don't know if you remember, I think it was on a Netflix one when they were having the call when he was basically trying to get all the folks involved with trying to get them to figure out what's going on. Basically what he was trying to do, McFarlane and Ja Rule, um, was to 
to continue. Like, let's, you know, we fucked up. Pretty much we fucked up, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Let's move forward so that we can create a new fire. And 2018. 2018, right. Mm -hmm. And then, the, the you know, some of the people was like, no, we defrauded these people. And Ja Rule's response was, uh, this is a fraud. It's like false advertisement. <laughs> what? Oh, it's the same. It's like, how okay, ignorant can you be? It's like, you knew what you were selling was a bag of rocks. It wasn't a bill of goods that can be taken anywhere and exchanged for anything. Right. You knew the day before when people's flights were scheduled to come in that you had absolutely nothing up and running. You knew that there were no acts actually performing. But instead of doing this, you kept putting things on the website to make more money like what were you doing with all this money and doing like the bands so that people could put thousands of dollars on their bands um that they were just using by themselves and and, and the funny part is like where were they getting this money from she would like basically what they said that he would disappear for two three days and then come back with another two millions of like where would he get this money how stupid these people are the ones that were giving the money to him how stupid how stupid can they be right how, uh, and 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 the funny part is like this dude is already on the red eye right this, this dude is already basically with a sentence he get out and then he start again trying to fraud people by selling tickets right. to to events that they're not even actually sell tickets for those events i, I cannot i mean they are <laughs> <laughs> it just dumb, man. I swear. Yep, it is pretty dumb. And I have a song. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> you and your song. You want to hear? Of course. Here we go. All right. So y'all, y'all know that you know Jairo was doing that whole like J Lo. Uh, 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 uh. All right. Oh, that's how. Okay. That's the song. So okay. This, here's the song. Y'all ready? <laughs> Come on. Tell it. Tell it. Uh, uh. F A U D. Give me your money. Ain't no villa for free. Okay. They were not. But here's a block of cheese. With some tomatoes. What would I do without you? What would I do? All right. Okay. Let's talk about. Let's talk about that. That. Let's talk about the food, man. Let's talk about the this. the grilled. Che- it wasn't even a grilled cheese. It, it was wasn't like- even grilled, man. It was just a plain two white breads with a slice of cheese, a slice of tomatoes, and a slice of lettuce. I was like, "What the? Paying thousands of dollars for me to come and eat this?" Right, exactly. It's crazy. And then I don't even think they had enough for everyone. They did not. That's what I'm telling you. The lady that owns the restaurant said that there was not enough food. To make for all these people coming in. That's what I'm saying. Like, like she had to pay, you know, out of her savings to all these workers. And I, just, I mean, that's the only person that I feel bad about. Her and the people that were working. So, but this kind of is a good transition to another topic. It's primarily on social media because it's still dealing with this whole thing. But you know that whole FOMO, the fear of missing out. The concept that I always need to be on my phone. I always need to see what's going on on social media because if I if I'm not up with the greatest and latest, mm-hmm. then 
You'd I'm whack. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, w- do you feel like you have a fear of missing out? Not really, though. Like I sometimes I'm on um, on Instagram, not just to see if I'm missing something or I'm like you know be caught up with whatever is going on. I don't actually um, see it that way. I can actually be be without Instagram or any social media for a long time. Like before, actually, this is actually my second Instagram that I open. I close my old one and I close. I call. I actually close every social media: Facebook, for how long? Instagram. Two days. No, actually, Facebook has been closed for about two years now. And how long did you close social? I mean, Instagram. Instagram about a year until I reopen it again. And I'm but you, you I'm not actually addicted. But to you, you be on your phone a lot. I do. And you be on so, you be on social media a I've lot. I've been in social media, but I've been on Netflix a lot. But you be on social media a lot. Yeah, I like, not like when we recording. When we recording, you strolling through Instagram sometimes. Right, and I am, and like, and why would I? Not, why would I lie about it? So, but do you feel like? Why do you do it? Do you feel like you just need to be in the know of what's going on? No, I don't need. Or? I don't need. I don't have the need to know what's going on. I just go through to just like. I don't know. See what's going on. Past time. Past time. But yeah. do you use the Apple Screen Time screen? Apple has this thing where it shows you how long you've been using your phone. No. Do you did you turn yours on? No. Well, I challenge you to do that because I guarantee you that you will have a lot of screen time on your phone. From it 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 tells you how long you're on social media, um, browsing the web, using it for videos, um, and because I know for my son, he's on it all the time, like. We get into the car, I pick him up, Snapchat. Right, or, 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 um, or Instagram. Instagram. I mean, it's nonstop. Like, it's nonstop. And but you actually, you're guilty yourself. You always, even if you're not trying to cut out with uh, what's going on, but you th- going through those uh, pictures or whatever it is that you're looking on Instagram, but you do actually spend time on, uh, on social media. Yeah, but I don't spend a lot of time. It's uh, boring. No, because not, that's not fair for you to say you're not when you're telling other people they are and you're doing the same thing that's not what i'm saying you you just need mm. to buy you, you need to stop being so defensive about everything not defensive i'm saying I'm asking, a, a, I'm asking a question of whether or not you feel that you have a fear of missing out i don't do you no i don't think so because a lot of things that are on social media i don't know anything about like that whole i want to get flued out thing like that, that was what that whole I guess there's someone from City Girls. She was saying, we're going to flood you out. <laughs> you get flued out. <laughs> and everyone was talking about that. And I had to contact Kenny and Quan. I was like, okay, what is this? What does flued out mean? And they had to explain it to me. So I'm on it, but I don't really look at it because I feel like it's too many people trying to suck my attention. Like, yes, social media is a great avenue to get your product out like um so you said you don't have a fear of missing out what about the whole concept of do you now you are guilty of this and don't sit here and say you're not tell me when you post your stories you like to see who view your stories that actually i do why i don't know because sometimes you know i have about over a thousand uh followers on instagram and sometimes I just sometimes I just want to see if new followers or new uh, viewers have seen my story. Why does it matter? Though? I don't know. 
you know there is something in me that uh sometimes i would like to uh i'm not addicted to social media but i would like to be like a face famous instagram person you know like those people but i don't put enough things out there for people to see and because i have lost touch what about when people follow you and unfollow you does it do you check to see who unfollow you you know actually i do not have the app though but i'm actually going to download it but there's an app that tells you who unfollowed you mm -hmm. there's an app that tells you how but you can actually tell there's people shady people that just unfollow you because they're on their feelings um um you know but what what it doesn't affect me to be honest i just think it's so dumb like, it is dumb like, it is actually why? dumb, and i'm guilty about it because i have unfollowed people as well uh and they've been unfollowing me but um but when you do it just for some um not even a reason to it just to get back at you it's just dumb like guys i feel yeah, I, I just think it's stupid. Like, at the end of the day, like, why are you unfollowing? But mm. put that in the same token. Why do I care? And I, exactly. sh I shouldn't care. You shouldn't. And I don't care. Um, I'm not a big social media person. Like, right. I like to post videos, but it's, some, it's of me having fun in my way. I'm a little quirky. I'm a little peculiar. How are I'm a, you? I'm weird. And I enjoy doing stuff that makes me happy. Right. And I'm not trying to, like, there are a lot of people out there. I, don't get me wrong. They are using this platform. But it's just, sometimes it just comes off like just seeking attention. Like, wanting everyone to just ride your coattails. I don't know what the right word is. And it's very annoying. Like, it's the same types of posts all the time. Like, okay. You got a nice body, got it. Do you have any other substance other than your body? If you're not... Because that's that's how they make their followers. If you're not a personal trainer, <laughs> you ain't got no degree. So, yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, everyone wants to be able to do something to get their followers up and blah, blah, blah. I get right. the whole social media... Game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just overwhelming sometimes when it's the same post and I don't know what kind of algorithm, uh, algorithm that Instagram shows about who shows up on your stories right like I feel like it's the same people not stories on my um, feed it's the same types of people always coming up on my feed in the same folks like I know I'm following more people like why can't I get other people to come up because I, I believe like I said you know there are people that they don't actually post constantly like these other people are I think the people that you see constantly on your feed um, uh, story are the people that are basically 24 7 on Instagram posting and posting and posting and maybe that's what I need to do for this podcast. Maybe, maybe on the podcast side, maybe we do maybe. have, um, we could actually like every day, I know, like put in something like you know, like this new bread, uh, brand new cups. coffee, okay, coffee cups, pick script. Pick script. They are yes. not available on pixcrate.com. They said the cups <laughs> are drink, listen, and converse. Um, that's so cute though. Um, but yeah, so anyway, 
um, the art of follow and unfollow is kind of annoying on Instagram, but it is what it is at the end of the day. Right. If you you can't actually can control that, though. You cannot. And if you know, if you don't want to support what I'm doing and you unfollow it, fine. Like, get the fuck on. Like, at right. the end of the day. Because some of the people who do it, they're doing it for a, a stupid-ass reason. Um, and so, it is what it is. Um, and so, we will... You know, deal with that when we need to. And you probably hear from these people. Maybe. Mm-hmm. After they listen to this podcast. They listen to this podcast. <laughs> All right. So um, that is the episode for today. I am still slightly under the weather, but I, I weathered through um, because <laughs> we have a deadline of having our episode come out on Tuesday. Every um, other Tuesday. And so this was a good, fun conversation. Remember? Um, tune in Peeps Creek you can get us on Instagram and Twitter at peepscreek.com mm-hmm. you can check us out on the website at peepscreek.com wait did I say Instagram peepscreek.com yeah you actually said you actually is at Creek. okay let me do this the right way <laughs> ladies and gentlemen you can check us out on Instagram and Twitter at peepscreek that is P-E-E-P-S-C-R-E-E-K you can go on our website peepscreek.com and check us out um, you can send us feedback. You can give us some suggestions on topics that you want us to hear and discuss. Um, subscribe, rate, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your brother, tell your sister, tell your uncle, tell the lady down the street. Tell the person that I'm following you too. All right. Yeah. And tell the person at the grocery store. Let them know that there's a new podcast and we need your support. And we enjoy what we do here at Peepsquake.com. I mean, Big screen. Big the double drop podcast. We're going to have some good conversations coming up in the next couple of episodes, so stay tuned. Um, and we are. Oh, before I go, I need to give a shout out to all the music. My brother from Detroit, Blazing Heat Music. Shout out, shout out. All the music for the podcast. Thank you. I appreciate it. And we are, are out. Dumb.